Okay guys, um, I'm so excited about this episode. Um, today's guest is one of the most entertaining, uh, energetic business leaders that has influenced me personally actually in many ways. Um, from books on motivational speeches, to talks, to building businesses here in the UK. This guy is awesome. He will positively change the way you think forever, I would say. Um, so let's uh, hear less of me and jump straight in. Let's introduce Brad Burton to the podcast. Hi, Brad. Robbie, good to have you, mate. Thank you, Brent, for having me. How are you doing, sir? How are things? Kicking ass. I've just come back from uh, snowboarding, so I'm uh, all invigorated and ready to roll. Very good. All those backflips, was it? Mm, move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, not backflips. Not at my age. I'm 50, you know, coming up. I'm like a granddad, so no. Sedentary, sedentary <laughs> sliding down the slopes. <laughs> Brilliant. All right, Brad, well, listen... First of all, I think there's a thank you needed to start the conversation. Um, I discovered your um, books about 12 years ago um, in a particularly challenging time for me um, in business. I was finding my feet. I was progressing. I was um, very ambitious, but, you know, a, a little bit lost along the way. Um, I think it was your books and then Twitter, I think it was at the time, um, resonated with you because uh, you're, you're based in the southwest, I'm, I'm local, I grew up in a place called Yeovil, so not far from where you live, um, and uh, you made things sound so simple, Brad, so simple, so I think the best thing to do is ask you how you do it. So <clears throat> I think that people make business and life more complicated than it actually is, and what I mean by that is that... Um, People would rather have 10 steps than five, and I'd rather have two steps than three. And everything that I've done is I've asked this question, you know, how can I take a step? How can I make this simple? When I have people and I, I mentor people and they go, they tell me about the business, yeah, so complicated. I said, listen, the Apollo moon landings I can explain in 15 seconds. Are you telling me that your business is more complex than the Apollo moon landings? Well, of course not. Well, why are you making it so complicated? And that's what I do. I get everything down to a distillable uh, bite-sized chunk. And, and business is simple. Buy something for 50 pence, sell it for a pound. That's it. But I do believe that what we've ended up getting into with social media is this kind of culture where people sell systems as if systems is the way that you need to do. And you need to go and have an ice bath in the morning at 6 a.m. And you need to do this, that and the other. And it's all bullshit, quite frankly. The reality is one size does not fit all. But the biggest um, your secret weapon that we all have is our mindset. And it's the one that I believe of people have, have messed up because they've ended up buying into all these systems when really what you need to do is buy into your mindset. Your mindset is going to be the difference between success, it's going to be the dif difference between failure and I think that's what I do. I start with a mindset and then work out how I can remove steps rather than add steps to any system. That's brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. I mean that was one of the notes I've made here actually is, is for me, and maybe I've picked this up through osmosis on following you and, yeah. and, and others that have clearly been influenced by you, um, is mindset is everything, right? I know um, you're considered world-class in terms of coaching on mindset, mm -hmm. um, particularly within business. Um, so I guess one of the one of the really important questions to ask you now, which will add value to everybody, is is when it comes to the business-to-business -business world, and um, most of our audience are B2B, Brad, so um, this will resonate really well, mm -hmm. um, is, is where would you start when it comes to mindset? Because I think people, they forget about the start of it. They get complex, right? They, yeah. they, they try to, um, to, to, as you say, create systems but where would you start when it comes to business to business so first thing i'll do is i've got myself a magic lamp from disney okay and i want you robbie to grab your pen 
and I've just rubbed the magic lamp and the genie has come out, good stuff. And I'm gonna give you three wishes. Three wishes, I want you to write them down, Robbie. Three wishes okay. right now, I want you to write them down. So all your audience right now, you're all rushing for a pen, you're writing down three wishes. Three wishes that you would love if you had a, a, a genie and they could make those wishes a reality. Well, guess what? There's no fucking genie, you're not seven, right? And that, unfortunately, is a really horrible thing. But you know what? It's true. So in order for you to make these wishes a reality, you're going to have to make changes. So if you were to look at the three wishes that you've got, what are the changes, the three changes that you need to make to make those wishes a reality? That is where I'd start. Because, you know, what we end up doing is we end up trying to skip the steps. I've got 12 steps in my house. If I want to get to the top step, the only way that I can do it sensibly is go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. However, most people in today's day and age want to skip the steps. They want to start at the bottom and somehow jump to the top. If you try to do that in a real world, you would end up uh, getting to maybe to stair three or four and have bruised knees. And people don't want to, um, they don't want to have bruised knees. They want to somehow jump from the bottom to the top. It doesn't work like that. So what I would say to anyone who's listening to this right now in terms of your business, what is the next step that you need to take? Not the next five steps, not the next 10 steps. Stop with the big picture bullshit because what you need to do is you need to concentrate on the small picture. Concentrate on the small picture and the big picture will paint itself. And when it comes to, um, let me ask you this. If you've got, a, a, you're making a jigsaw, uh, jigsaw, how do you start, Robert? My first question while I was doing a jigsaw, not Lego. Yeah, good man, we'll leave that. Let's away from that. You start with the edges, right? Right. Who told you that? Who taught you that? I think it was my grandpa, actually. Thank you. And my granddad did as well. So you start with the corners, then the edges, and then you, you fill in. Same principle with your mindset. Get your cornerstones right. Get your cornerstones right. First and foremost, stop being negative. So when you find yourself being negative, ask yourself a question. How is this being negative moving me forward? It's not. It's keeping you where you are. And I've realized something that how to change your life, it's about self-belief. Self-belief will power you forward. Self-doubt will keep you where you are. When I started my business off, £25,000 in debt, no income, a whingy and wife, uh, nobody gave me a chance. I had self-belief, unwavering, misguided self-belief. And that's what you're going to have to have. And I was almost bluffing myself. But somewhere along the way, it worked. So the first person that you have to convince of your brilliance isn't your pitch deck, isn't the client, it's you. And until you crack that, if you can't convince yourself 100% that your idea or your business is 100% uh, foolproof and bulletproof, you've got no chance of convincing other people. So that's what I would suggest. You need to work out what the next step is that you need to take in order to make your, your wishes a reality. Brilliant. That's absolutely brilliant. I mean... It's a, there's so much in that, isn't there, Brad, in, in terms of um, taking the mental blockers out of the way, um, making things simple. Um, and I guess for me, it sounds like momentum is key when we talk about steps, right? Um, in terms of obviously most of our, our, our clients and the people that, that will be consuming this will be sales leaders. Mm -hmm. They'll be um, um, either small businesses or they'll be running, you know, growing businesses and yeah. tech startups, etc. Um, so for you, how important is momentum hmm. just in, in life and in business? Totally. Momentum and mindset, crucial. And if you think, I'm not a really a rugby man, but if you think about having a big prop forward, if they're not running, you know, they're getting pushed over. 
Whereas if you're running forward, then all of a sudden you can push through people and you can push through things. You need momentum and you need a team with momentum. It's almost like um, uh, one of the things that I know with my team is if they can't be bothered, I don't sit them out in the office working. We've got an honest conversation that actually if you're really not feeling it today, go home. Genuinely go home because there's no point in pretending to be working. So this is what people need to understand is that when you start a business off, you end up uh, dicking about, sat there behind a desk pretending to work. It's your own business. Stop it. Go and relax. Go and recharge. And then when you've got that momentum, one of the things that we talk about uh, in, in my world, the way that we work and the way that I teach people methodology is about momentum. So we call it burst working. So what happens is we do two hours in the morning of high intensity, of high intensity, followed by four hours of coasting, reactive, dealing with emails, nothing about, blah, 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 blah. and then follow up, we end strong. It's the same principles as boxing. <laughs> you know, you end the round strong. So momentum is absolutely crucial. Consider the burst working. Two hours of hardcore intensity, followed by four hours of reactiveness, followed by two hours of, of intensity, and deliberate intensity as well. That momentum that people need to, to actively cultivate. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen. So you, it, this is the thing. I think mean, when people look at me, they go, oh, Brad, you're so motivational. You're so inspirational. How do you do it? <laughs> By recognizing that at home, I'm not going around going, woo, high-fiving the kids every two minutes. Okay? There's a time, there's a place and appropriateness. But what you've got to do is you cannot give 100% intensity all the time. So by recognizing this, you go, what are you talking about? I see people punching cobwebs cobweb and you're punching it you don't need to put your full weight behind it some things you do some things you don't so it's so important that what you do you apply that momentum when appropriate using burst working absolutely absolutely so 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 with that um there's so many ways i could go off mm. on, on this now um you've got me fired up already Brad. hey go on um, <laughs> um let, let's, talk, let's quickly touch on um a mutual um interest which i believe Lego, um, I know you, you've you've got your spaceship. I think. Mate, mate, I've got several spaceships. This is the original one, my original one from 1979, and I've got one over what? there as well. Mm. Brilliant stuff. Okay, um, and take this for a segue, okay, um, from what you were just saying, burnout. Okay, um, uh, from from peers, from from you know just observing social media from listening at the moment talking to, to customers talking to suppliers there's a lot of burnout out there right now we've gone through a massive period of change in the last couple of years um and, and people are frazzled right um what's what's what, what do you what's your thoughts on burnout and so, managing it so i've had um i've had uh, i had a nervous breakdown back in 2012 i'm all right now twitch had a nervous breakdown two and a half years to get fixed Two and a half years to get fixed. It's almost how like kind of a bow and arrow and you pull it back too much, snap, bosh. And that is what I'd probably describe mental health to people, right? Great. Pull it back too much, snap. That's what mental health problems are. Now, I had a, a, a nervous breakdown two and a half years and more recently I've had, um, going back August 2020, I had a burnout. Two weeks of burnout where I couldn't move, I was like an old man, like 19 year old man, I couldn't move, it would take me 15 seconds to do a three second walk to the toilet, right? right? And I think that what people don't understand, it goes back down to it, that your brain is like a hard drive, like the same way you've got on your computer right now, and if it loses its operating system, your computer's no longer working. That is what goes on with, um, you know, you've got corrupt files in people's brains. 
and, and, and what's going on is with the pandemic, everyone's been affected emotionally, spiritually, financially, physically. We've all been affected. If you've not been affected, the people around you have been affected. So the one's coping mechanisms. So for instance, me, uh, pandemic, I used to go to the gym four times a week. That no longer was open to me, so I'd no longer go to the gym. So now my gym became mini cheddars. So now I was eating inappropriately and I was just drinking more, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. People, we've lurched from one crisis to another crisis to another crisis. My business on March the 20th, uh, 2020 uh, was, was worth £1.8 million. I know that because somebody offered me that. And actually, um, March the 21st, nothing. It collapsed. My 14-year business. So now I'm having to adapt to that. Now we're in a high-pressure situation, which bear in mind, nobody had on their, their business plan, global pandemic. And even if you did, so fucking what? How did your paragraph of text help you? It yeah. didn't. So the reality is, is that we've lurched from one situation to another situation whilst we've still not recovered from the previous situation. And then we've got global instability, this, that, and the other. Let me tell you something. <clears throat> Those people that are struggling right now I guarantee what they'll be doing is they will be watching the news, right? You are what you eat. If I go and eat hamburgers all day long, guess what? I will be bigger, right? If I sit on my ass watching Netflix all day, I'll be fatter. If I sit there watching the news all day, negative stories, uh, this, that, and the other, guess what? I'm going to be mentally, I'm going to be weaker. So I made the decision 13 months ago to turn off the news. And in the last 13 months, I've watched 31 minutes in total of news. 31 minutes. I used to listen to LBC. I'd listen to it an hour in the morning, an hour in the evening, right? Every time I drive, this is what. So somewhere along the way, remember what I said? Your brain is like a hard drive. And if you're putting viral swear on there, and then don't be upset when you end up with viruses and you've got corrupt files. And that, boys and girls, is why you need to look after your brain because your biggest secret weapon is, I'm sorry to break it to you, it's not your PR, it's not your Facebook likes, it's not your income, it's none of that. It's this, because if this is wiped and this gets a virus on it, guess what? That's you finished, your business is gone. So so you need to recognise, you don't see, this is the thing, people are the glass-fronted offices and they're all spending money on this kind of stuff. What about you? When was the last time that you went to a mind gym? People don't do it. They go to the gym, they go to the gym four times a week and they will then sit there consuming bullshit which actually has no positive impact. And people said to me, ah, oh, Brad, um, you know, well, you're ignorant. Let me tell you, I would rather be uninformed and happy and content than informed and miserable and depressed. So, so I've made the decision at 49 year old, to stop watching the news. And I'll tell you something, the best thing I ever did. So those people that are stressed out and this, that and the other, we've been addicted to the drama, to the fight. You know, I said to a friend of mine, he said, oh, I can't do that. I can't switch off the news. I need to be informed because of interest rate. Oh, shut up. You'll find out about an interest rate. If an interest rate increases, so be it. But I said to him, he said, um, try watching. He said, I want to watch two hours of news this weekend. I said, them, tell me, I said, what did you learn that you, you in those two hours that you wouldn't have learned if you just watched the highlights for two minutes? I said, oh, so some schools got bombed. Brilliant. Did you see some footage of schools on fire and people running? Oh, brilliant. How did that help you? How did it help them? So it doesn't mean that I don't care. It means I can't influence or impact. So unless you can influence something, unless you can impact it, keep yourself out of it. Because I'll tell you something, there's a whole world of, of terrible stuff that you can go and find if you go and look under any stones you want. So I've taken myself off and I've realised that this is so important to value and protect this. And no matter what's going on in the world, the financial markets and, and the economic systems, this is the thing that the final frontier that we all need to protect our brains and mindset. No, 100%, 100%. I mean, 
you talk about driving there. Well, again, there's so much you can come off of, Brad. You cover so much ground in so little time. It's amazing. Um, so uh, the, uh, the thing that, that jumps out at me there is two things, right? First of all, um, I'm that guy, right, who sits in the car and now listens to podcasts and, and, and listens to audiobooks where I can. Mm. Um, and then I get I get to a place sometimes where, uh, and I'm going to try and apply this to the B2B world and, and the audience, right? Can I just say um, something, Robert? You know when you say you've got to apply it to the B2B world? Let me tell you something. This is the bit where the simplicity again is that every business owner is a person. Right, so so you don't have to signpost it from your perspective because we end up doing that. I end up doing this for many many years, and I've been saying, oh, yeah, but this is lesson apply. Listen, the person listening to this is not a business; they are a person. They 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 go to the toilet. They've got family. They they've got money worries. They're the person, and this is the so it's P to P, so person to person. Once you crack that, once you get that bit right, the business follows. But what we've ended up doing is putting the business ahead of the person, as if that's their identity, and that can be problematic. But that's a completely different conversation. Well, we can go there. We can go there if you like, sir. It's not a problem. Um, okay, cool. Well, well, it, it, so where I am is I'm sat in the car, right? I'm consuming the content that I'm, I'm, I'm trying to educate myself with. I'm trying to um, uh, listen to relevant things that are going to push the needle forward for, for, for me personally, for, for the, the, the space I'm in um, and the business I'm in, uh, uh, ultimately. Um, I often feel sometimes, though, that you, you, you can be... Um, victim of listening to too much right and going too far down you know the biggest thing you know the ones who are fucked up the most are the people with shelves upon shelves of all these fucking books right shelf help i'm serious you know there comes a point when you have enough how did people ever lose weight before huel came along how did people ever be happy before widescreen televisions were made we have made it too complicated. You've got everything that you need right now in that brain of yours. You just need to access it. But what you end up doing is you fill it up with more stuff. Think about a pint pot. You've got a pint pot. You go and fill it up. You ain't putting any more in beyond that. And this is where people go wrong. I've seen it. I've been guilty of it. I drive in silence now and allow my brain to process everything that I'm dealing with so I don't have any wasted time listening to Joe Rogan. Love aliens, by the way. Love UFOs. And I, I commit myself to weekend to go into Reddit because what I ended up doing was overloading myself. A bit like you probably have. Go. Yeah, yeah, no, I like it. I like it. Yeah, okay, so... In terms of in terms of managing that, then for the for the people listening and, and the people that will will see this, um, you know, to have found this, to have listened to this, they would have had to probably had a bit of a deep dive or be looking quite niche for it, right? Which is what we want. Um, what what would you say then in terms of managing that 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 flow of information, not filling the cup up too much, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but still keeping that drive, still keeping that focus, still keeping that momentum going forward. Where's the balance? Brad, where, well, where do we keep it? So, so, so the question I always ask is, does this move the needle? Right? If the answer is no, why are you doing it? And actually ask yourself a question, which is, what is the answer that you want? And then go and find out what the question is. So the answer is, I want to know how to build my business. Okay, so what's the question? The question is that. So start with the answer, work backwards. I, I, I'm telling you, we've got everything that we need. But until you've, until you've kind of put, you, you've sifted through everything that you've got in your own brain... I don't know why you're going to go and download somebody else's because this is, I tell you, you know, the last 13 months of me driving in silence, total silence, you know, I, I drive for four hours to a place and in total silence before I would be filling my time with calls as if that was efficient. So I'd be on the phone, bah, 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 using my time twice. 
<laughs> and that's why we end up burnt out. Because if you imagine a, 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 that, that pint pot, is that when I'm driving and I'm not doing anything, I'm listening in silence, by the way, with my AirPod Pros in with the, with the noise cancelling on. I listen, I do, and, and that allows me then, gives me that latitude to then decide what I want to feel. But you're allowing yourself passive there to be able to listen to someone else's message, and that's great, but it's also not allowing you to empty your pint pot. So I think you've got to find time for yourself. And this is what I'm, you know, this is what I'm, I'm saying that I do, is that I used to dominate. My brain was, was busy. I would, I would be almost a level of pride being busy. And then this week, I've come back from snowboarding. And yesterday, uh, whenever it was there, my wife rang to say, your mum is in hospital. My mum's 78. She fell over, this, that, and the other. That wasn't on my to-do list. Hadn't you know nobody ever that wasn't on there. Now she's okay now. Right picture of yesterday. But the point is, is nobody knows. So when we end up filling our diet days up and our diary up with stuff being busy, then what happens if your child falls out of a tree that you never factored? You've got no space anymore, and now you're stressed out because you've got oh, I've got meetings. Can you re stop? Give yourself headspace. Go back down to what I said. Burst working two hours of intensity, four hours out of your diary with nothing in, nothing in. And because I tell you that what I used to pride myself on is doing 16-hour days. <laughs> and, and, and I'm priding myself on it. And that's the great thing about being self-employed is you get to choose which 16 hours a day you work. You know, it's just... So I just think this is, this is often the bit that actually people would dismiss as, as, as folly. I'm telling you right now, having run my own business, been in business now for nearly 18 years, get yourself some space in your day and in your brain. We've got we've got a um, a bit of a saying internally here is is don't be a busy fool, basically. Yeah. Busy being busy, yeah. Mm. Busy being busy and, and and running around with bits of paper in the air, um, <laughs> hypothetically. Um, um, but it's it, and I suppose that comes down to culture, right? And then that starts a mindset and, and the mm. people and, and 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 how they're thinking. So, I guess it sounds to me, Brad, as well, like this has all been a bit of a. a an awakening for you, I guess, since, since the since March 2020. Yeah, do you do you feel like the 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 world is coming around to more of this way of thinking, or is it getting worse? Um, I think people are trying to hold on to a life and a place and a time that no longer exists, and I think that that is what's causing your problems. If I go and give you a red hot coal now and say hold on to that rubber, you wouldn't. You'd let go of it. But this is what people are doing. They're trying to hold on to the past, the way that it once was. And it's going to cause them immense pain. And the more that they hold on to it, the more pain and the more masking people are going to be doing, drinking, drugs, whatever shit that people do to avoid the pain. And that is why we're in a mess. Because one of the things that I realise is mountaineers don't stay at the top of mountains. I've run 68,000 uh, business networking meetings in the UK. 68,000 real life meetings at Brewers Fairs up and down the land since 2006. Wow. Pandemic wiped it out. It wiped it out. Like literally gone overnight. 95% gone overnight overnight if my business would have run 680,000 networking meetings it would have been gone overnight that shows me the fragility of what you think is security <laughs> right that shows me the fragility of what we believe to be secure you've got a business there that is generating over 100,000 pounds a month and yet you go instantly yeah that's not i'm not spending the next 10 years building that up 
So what am I doing it for? I was doing it to create a life for my family, to buy a new home. I bought a new home. To take my children on a once in a lifetime holiday. I've done it 13 times. To go and buy a flash car so everyone can see me. I did that. I three months later, I think, what, that was stupid. So what am I doing it for? What are we doing it for? And I say this about whatever your business is. By all means, be ambitious, be driven. But be happy, because when you're driving, ambition is causing you to be unhappy. Somewhere along the way, you've just found your level. We can't all be Elon Musk. We can't all be Alan Sugar. But what we can do is be a better version of ourselves. So when you ask yourself a question, why are you running your business, Robbie? When you first started, it was to get a Lamborghini. It was to be Mr. Cool. It was to buy bottles of champagne or whatever it was. Whatever that reason was, because it certainly was for me. That's what my driving force was. <clears throat> I look at it now and I think, that's just stupid. You've been told, society has told you how to be successful. Society has told you that you need to be eating oysters. Society has told you you need to have the finest caviar, the finest wines. I'm from Salford, Manchester. I live in a council estate. You know, the finest food for me is, 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 is a cheese and onion pie, chips and peas and gravy in my day. So everything's been elevated and everything's been moved. So you've now moved on. When I go to my once in a lifetime dream holiday that I've been 13 times, I don't stay at the top hotel, even though I could afford it. Why? Because it's not my place. So you end up moving to this world that is not your world because society tells you that that's what success is. If success is you having a Ford Focus 1.6 gear, then don't let anyone take you off that. And this is what we need to do. We need to start finding our success, not what the world tells us that our success should be. So having been and built a business that was significant, and at one point a team of 800 people, you know, having built that and having ticked that box, mountaineers do not stay on the top of mountains. They come back down. And that is where I'm at right now. And I'm at the bottom of the, metaphorically speaking, and I'm asking myself a question. Do I want to go up a big mountain again? No. And that is, you know, when everyone else is telling you to go bigger, I'm saying go smaller. And I'm the fucking idiot by all accounts. And yet, I tell you what, <laughs> Robert, I don't know anyone happier or more content than me. And that says something, because actually, if I wanted to go back there, and I'm going to spend, I'm 49 now, my dad died at 53, right? So on that basis, I've got four years left, right? Nobody who ever went to bed said, I'm going to wake, not going to wake up tomorrow. No one ever. Nobody knows. So really, we need to understand why on earth are we doing these things? So am I going to spend the next 10 years to go and get 100,000 networking meetings no, I'm not. I'm going to spend the next 10 years spending time with my family, speaking, mentoring, going into workplaces, spending half a day there, kicking everyone up the arse, and then coming back home. But the idea that I'm going to be driving 40,000 miles up and down the, the motorway, those days are finished, I'm afraid. Done. Brilliant stuff. Well, I think that's the ultimate goal, isn't it? Brad, you seem to be mastering it. Yeah, Robbie, listen, that is what success is. I am telling you right now, I've got friends of mine with supercars coming out of their arse, literally, they've got loads of them, right? And... They ain't any happier than me. And yet they're knocking the pipe out, working, and they've got to front off. Every time that they go to an event, they've got to have the finest thing and turn up there so everyone sees them get out of the car and make a deal, what they call it, in concierge, giving them 20 quid and stuff. Crackers, just, just money's getting thrown around. No value of anything anymore. And if you're always flying first class, guess what? It's no longer first class, it's standard. And you're taking it for granted. And we take everything for granted. We take our lives for granted, our family for granted, our health for granted. Until one time when we've not got that anymore. And this is the thing, I take nothing for granted anymore. And I'm the most driven, ambitious person that you could ever wish for. But I realise the futility of it all. I realise the futility of it all. If my identity, which it was, was wrapped up and continued to be wrapped up in who I once was, which is where I believe 
a whole lot of this problem and burnout is coming is that people's identity and their worldview is based on what it was like on March the 2019, 2020. <laughs> and it's not. And then trying to get back swimming upstream whilst they're tired. They're already tired from everything that's going on. And that's why they're getting more and more burnt out because they're trying to get back to this place and they're going backwards and backwards and backwards. And it is metaphorically and mentally draining for them. Well, it, so so with that, I think there's um, there's an element, right? Once you once you're on the treadmill, you feel like you're on the treadmill, yeah. yeah? And you keep running because you got this, you've got this floor that's going underneath you, or you've got the stream that's coming yeah. against you. You got to you got to keep on going. Um, obviously, the, the pandemic was called many things. Um, a big reset it was one of them um, for a lot of people. Um, right now, I feel like there's, uh, as you say, a lot of people trying to get back to where they were using the old ways and that that's no longer there so i guess two questions for you in the back of that brad is one going forward now right 2023 and beyond um to use a bit of a space loosely space related um thing there where where is it all heading for people where where is this this balance of of um momentum going forward but not exhausting yourself um staying true to yourself and and the real values in life and and, and staying balanced and I'm, I'm saying that from a perspective of somebody who hasn't got the experience that you've got brad right they haven't been there some people haven't been there and built a fantastic business like you like you did and haven't almost um what's the word proven it i guess yeah. proven they can do it yeah. there's an element there you've proven you've done it right you know you can do it um so within yourself you're you, you know you're confident within yourself so, there's a lot of people there brad who who who, who don't have that in terms of, of what you have in terms of the inner strength and the inner confidence from experience yeah and i know you've you've lived a um, a hell of a life so far yeah. you're only um, only a quarter of the way through aren't you Brad so yeah, um, that's you know it's it's to your credit there but you're giving lots of, of wisdom here going forward right if, if you met somebody right now who is in the wrong lane they're swimming upstream um, let me tell you and they want to know what direction to take 2023 let me tell you a story <clears throat> this is absolutely true my original mentor said to me in 2004, when I started my business, he's a millionaire and um, makes lots of money consistently. And he said to me, he said to me, he said, you know, when your skin and your washing machine is playing up and you know that if you go and get a pen and a screwdriver and press that button at the same time, you'll get another wash. And he said, when you become wealthy, as soon as your washing machine starts playing up, you're on the phone to somebody, they bring the brand new top of the range one, they take the old one away and it's finished in the next day. He says, every time that that happens, you lose a piece of yourself. And I said to him, what a load of bullshit. He was absolutely right. He was absolutely right. Now, if right now you're struggling with your business, if right now, you know, you're waiting tables as I, or delivering pizzas as I was when I first started, don't beat yourself up. Pat yourself on the back. Because I'll tell you something. I'm going to ask you a straight question, Robin. I'd love you to answer me immediately if you can. Do you have a perfect life? Say that again, Brad. Do you have a perfect life? No. Do you have a perfect business? No. Okay. If you go on Instagram, all you'll see is perfect lives and perfect businesses. And that shit will drive you crazy. Because if you put this combination together of the worldview of a 24-year-old getting out of a Lamborghini with a 4K video. Hey, I'll teach you the secrets. I've got 100,000 followers in 10 minutes. And da, 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 da. Oh my God, you know, I'm 25. I've not got 100,000 followers. 
And then you start looking on Instagram and start looking at, you know, uh, the Love Island boys and look how muscly they are. And then you think, well, I'm not muscly. I'm not, they're, they're. And then you start looking at other people's lives and this stuff will drive you crazy. And what you need to do, you need to compare you to you. You know, compare you to you and stop focusing on what other people, when racehorses, they wear blinkers. Why? Because they don't give a toss about the competition. And that's what you've got to do. You've got to compare your life to your life. Don't worry about what you are seeing online. It's not the real world. So when you're consuming Instagram and everything else, that everything's positive, and then you're consuming all this negative stuff that you're seeing on the news, and you're consuming podcasts about you need to have a fucking ice bath at five o'clock in the morning. No wonder we're all messed up. So what you need to do is you need a blank piece of paper. Get a blank piece of paper, and I want you to draw pictures of what your ideal life would look like. So in my case, me speaking, me going into businesses and mentoring, me mentoring people, da -da 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 -da, uh, walking the dogs, going to the gym, playing Lego, watching television, draw a picture about what your ideal life it looks like. And then ask yourself this question shh, on another piece of paper, how the fuck do I get there? From where I am today, how do I get there? Ah, what you need to do, you need to watch news every single day, rolling news. Then you need to listen to a load of podcasts. Then you need to get up at five o'clock in the morning. Then you need to go on Instagram. No, fucking none of this. So yet you're doing that and you're not getting your ideal life because you're spending your time in this world that is never going to yield that result. So in order for you to get the result that you need, <laughs> you're doing it all wrong. And that is why you messed up. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And so, so Brad, and, and do you do you subscribe to this? Um, uh, I've picked up in, in a lot of places of finding your your niche or finding your lane. There's lots of ways it's called, but finding what you're good at uh, or finding what you're passionate about and doubling down on that and, and focusing in on that. Do you do you feel like that's so, a healthy thing so, to do? Do you feel like that's the right thing to be doing? So let me tell you what I was always good at. Um, I'm 50 now. All right, I started my business at 31. 31, 25 grand in debt, no income, delivering pizzas to keep the business afloat. Okay, so just to anyone who's listening to this, unless you've got, unless you're, if you're older than 31, okay, fine. But if you're younger than 31 and you're thinking about it, guess what? You're okay. If you've got less than 25 grand, you've got a head start on me. I have no qualifications, not a single fucking one. Okay, my dad left when I was six months old. I got shot at when I was 21. I uh, yeah, addicted to drugs twice. I've done four years on benefits. I'm a bum by all accounts. On that recipe list, I'm a bum. Somewhere along the way, I've changed, I've changed the world. UK's number one motivational business speaker. Four-time best-selling author. The founder of Four Networking. You know, two sides of the same coin. There's a good version of Brad and there's a not-so-good version of me as well. And the same applies to you. So, what I would suggest is this. When I was a kid, I was very good at chatting up girls. That's what I was good at. Charismatic. I didn't realise that's what I was good at. But that's what I was good at. I was good at blagging my way into nightclubs for free. Okay, I didn't realise that. So that's charisma there. And if you look at what I was, what I was always good at was bringing people together from all walks of life. I ended up doing a networking business. I ended up using that charisma on online. So once again, blank piece of paper. Work out what your skill set is. What are you good at? Oh, I'm good at riding motorbikes. I'm good at doing this, that, and other. Write down and then start working out what does that look like. So if you think about it, I ended up running a business networking organization that used my charisma i'm a motivational speaker i use my, my 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 charisma as a motivational speaker because it's a strange profession where you've got to walk into a room full of strangers and win them over but that's what i've always done all my life so i would suggest that one you know this is valuable stuff by the way Robbie, for people that are listening to really work out yeah, absolutely really work out what and who you are and the way that you work out what and who you are is by working out what and who you are Simple. So that's, I would absolutely suggest that I didn't realize that my skill set has been used beautifully. 
but I didn't realise that. I didn't realise it was, you know, when I was a, a careers officer, I say to me, oh, you'd be an amazing motivational speaker. But, <laughs> but, but you know, you kind of fell into it. And in fact, I said from the outset that we're all blagging it. Every, every one of us blagging it. I've spoke with number one UK pop stars. They're blagging it. They're making it up. I've spoke to world-class boxers, um, world champion boxers personally. They're making it up. <laughs> everyone's making it up. And once you realise that I'm making it up, Robbie's making it up, boxers are making everyone's making it up, then you realise that it's okay because you are as well. And then you can realise that you're normal. But what you end up doing is you end up thinking that everyone else has got it all sussed. Bullshit. Everyone else is blagging it. And this all links back to one step at a time, right, Brad? <laughs> Completely. You take a step. What's the next step? Front of the other. Yeah moving forward excellent stuff no this is brilliant thank you for for the insight there brad i think it's um you know you've, you've given a lot a lot away there which i know um you know is very valuable it's, it's condensed over time from from your experience and, and your learning so um hopefully the guys will, will find this all, all really Good. you know powerful stuff now um you've spoken how many times publicly two and a half thousand over <laughs> Crikey. <laughs> it shows a bit, Brad. Um, you know, listen, I mean, this is the thing. Don't think for a minute that this is, you know, I was like, you're joking. I don't know if you've seen the video. Have you seen that video of, that, of me from 2009 speaking? Um, I have, yeah. Oh, I have, but maybe you, you could describe it a little bit for us. Well, you know, there was some video footage that was on, on found on, on one of, somebody found it on YouTube of me speaking in 2009. It's terrible, terrible. I wanted it scrubbed off the internet. We was trying to get it scrubbed and I went, hang about, let's embrace this. It's a good example of this, you know, so we end up downloading it and we end up showing you the difference between 10 years. Um, it's on my LinkedIn profile, so find me on Brad Burton, it's one of the pinned ones there, the difference between 10 years. But it just shows you, you know, no one's born an expert. An expert is someone that has made all the mistakes in a particular niche field. When it comes to public speaking, I've made them all. I've died probably 100 times. Died, died. Where you've got 200 people in front of you and you had died. You've got 45 minutes to speak and you're 20 minutes in and you don't know what's going on. You've got no ideas, like being punched in the mouth. You're disorientated, stage fright. Most people would say, I'm never doing that again. Me, I went, what did I learn? Okay, what did I do differently next time? Bosh, and go again. And that's the thing, is that, you know, so no one's born an expert. Excellent. And, and again, that's, that's, that's the momentum part, right? As long as you can, you can see back on, on what's happened there and you can keep moving forward, that's, right. that's, that's where the dreams are made. Um, okay, so in terms, in terms of speaking then, speaking um, publicly, right, is... Uh, a lot of the listeners here will be speaking for a living in terms of speaking to people. They might not go, oh, wow, look, you know, I, I can't do 2,000 people in front of me or 200 people in front of me. But ultimately, they're talking to one person over Zoom or in face to face, hopefully. Um, my personal thoughts on that is that speaking to one person, speaking to multiple people in a room isn't as different as people would make out. Just a conversation. Um, just a conversation. Yeah. It's just a conversation. I train people. That's what I do. I train people, C-suite execs, everything from people wanting a best man speech all the way through to C-suite execs are going to got a private presentation or a deck. And actually what we end up doing is we end up finding that um, the first thing that people need to do is their, their, their fear. Oh my gosh, what happens if it die? What happens if it... We, I, because of the nature of, of the best way to learn how not to die is by dying. So I make people die. So when I train people, I'm, I, I kill them on purpose. I make them have the fear i give them the fear so that they uh, rather than die in front of me on a one-to-one -one basis on zoom or in person than a, than real life but once you realize that is that okay now you're dying here's how you're not going to die so for instance i'm you know um, I'm, I'm on stage i've lost my way you know what i've lost my way and in life and in business on occasion we've lost our way robbie give me a time 
in your life or your business when you, right that's what i call a fallback so what ends up happening is we've got fallbacks that i train people that in the event that you're dying or you've got heckler here's what you do so it's a bit like when you special forces train i've got friends of mine who are special forces that's what you do you drill in the event that this happens you're good to go there in the event that this happens, you're good to go there. There's no point in trying to work out how to avoid a sniper shot for the first time and trying, what do we do? You've got to drill it, and that's what we do. So we end up doing live fire in that I put people under immense pressure. So I say, right, okay, you're under immense pressure now. What was you feeling? And you know how to deal with it. It's a bit like SAS. So the way they train is by getting CS gas in the face so that when they encounter CS gas, just say it's gas in the face because you've had it. It's not the big old disorientating thing that people would expect it to be for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's huge value in that, isn't there? I guess it's, it's, it's almost like drilling down to all the eventualities, I guess, Correct. In, a, in a circumstance. Correct. So you've got nothing to fear because everything that comes your way, we have dealt with, and this is why we, t we, we teach people. But I think where, where a lot of the speakers go wrong is they're kind of carbon copies. They're involved in various organisations, which actually, you can spot them a mile away. They all move to the same side. They've got no personality and this, that, and the other. And actually, that's why I believe that I get booked as I do. You know, I don't believe anyone gets booked as high as me because I'm a fresh face and, and, and I've gone against the, 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 the stream on this one in terms of everyone's being looking like that. You know, I've never been up Mount Kilimanjaro in a frigging pack of mark in a unicycle. I've never done that. I've never done, gone around, you know, orientated around the, the, the globe. But what I've done is I've created something out of nothing. And, you know, from this kid, the working class lad, say addicted to drugs, no qualifications, blah, 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 blah. I've done something positive in my life. And that therefore means if I can do something positive in my life, then so can anyone. But it all starts with belief, believing that you can do it. And that's exactly what I instill with people. It's brilliant, Brad. Um, I think it would be unfair of me to ask any more questions because that was such a high to end <laughs> upon. Um, unless you've got anything else to add there, Brad, I'd, you know, tell us where we can find you. Tell us what the guys can do to um, to engage with you and um, see you uh, later on in the year. Well, basically. listen, uh, you know, you can always find me on LinkedIn. That's primarily my my primary uh, social media outlet now. Um, but you know, I do uh, do conferences. Uh, I do come into workplaces. Do do kickoff days. You find me at Brad Burton. If you want mentoring, check out workwithbrad.biz so either then bradburton.biz or workwithbrad.biz uh, both opportunities to to contact and, and we can jump on a zoom and see if there's a good fit you know what i will say is when i work with people is that um i'm really honest if i don't believe that i will 100 fix their problem i will not take the job on and i also give 100 money back guarantee so what i mean by that is your problem if we can't solve it i'll give you money back 100 now, what I will say is in 15 years, we've had one person ask for the money back after six months, by the way. <laughs> this is a blank. But nonetheless, we've had no one. And that is either one, I've got good lawyers or good threats, or two, I'm a man of my word. And actually, you know, I will not embark on something unless I 100% believe I can make it happen. Great stuff, Dad. Well, I mean, ultimately, people buy from people, don't they? And right. um, you, you've, you've definitely uh, one of those people that people come towards and gravitate towards. And um, I didn't realize sometimes that, they might... I didn't realise that. Sometimes they might regret, might regret <laughs> that because of the way that you uh, you then reframe their minds. But it's all good stuff. It's all it's all what's needed, right? Of course it is, and that's what it is. You can change your life, but it starts by changing the way that you think. And I mean that. It's so simple, so simple, so powerful, and we can make it happen. Great, Brad. Thank you for your time. Thank you. It's Robert. been a pleasure. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed the uh, podcast today. Um, you can find us in all the usual places. Um, and please do reach out to Brad uh, on his LinkedIn predominantly. Comment and tag him and uh, thank him for his time today. Thank you so Thanks, much, guys. Robert. Go and get him. Cheers. <laughs> hey, guys. 
really hope you found today's On the Bright Side podcast interesting and full of business-to-business sales and marketing advice. If you like what you hear, please head over to our LinkedIn page for more free content. And, of course, feel free to connect with me, Robbie McGregor, or any of my My Bright Side team for the latest news, advice, or even a quick friendly chat. Until next time, stay on the bright side.